0: Hi, folks, this is Jesse Chen. Thanks for giving me a few minutes to connect the dots. Today, I want to take a moment to talk about the new way to talk politics. After this recent election and really after the last 18 months of a very long and brutal campaign, Americans are adjusting to the new reality that Barack Obama is on his way out and Donald Trump is on his way in. And in the wake, people on both sides of the aisle are experiencing uh, a, a range of different feelings, ranging from anger to relief to excitement to sadness to hopelessness to, you know, determination and to optimism. I, it, really, everyone is feeling different feelings at this time. Um, and the important thing is that as we talk to each other in this new era, what we need to realize most is that we have gotten to this point in po- in our politics we've gotten to this point in our country because we're not talking to enough people that we disagree with and what i mean by that is that it's at some point along the lines politics stopped being about influencing other people and exploring different perspectives and started becoming about cheerleading cheerleading for your team and it's this our team versus their team mindset that has perpetuated the bubble concept, the echo chamber concept that says, I'm not going to bother myself with talking with people who have different views than me. I'm going to focus in on cheerleading the people that I already agree with. But that doesn't work, right? It doesn't work on the left. It doesn't work on the right. And so what we have is we have a, you know, what we have here is a failure to communicate, right? Like this is what this moment in time is. We have a lot of people who, for example, Um, believe that Donald Trump and his supporters are racist. And we have a lot of other people who fervently believe that Donald Trump is not a racist and neither are are they. And so what we really do have here is we have a, a problem with our communications. This has less to do with the ideology and the values and all that. And has more to do with trying to get to a point of understanding each other. And the truth is is that no one wants to be talked at, right? No one wants to be talked down to, no one wants to be yelled at, no one wants to be attacked. People want to be heard, but we often don't like to give other people the chance to be heard. We want to be heard, right? And so when we interact with people, it's really important that we spend more time active listening, asking questions genuinely opening yourself up to different perspectives while reserving judgment and reserving the visceral, emotional, knee-jerk reaction That you want to say when you hear something that you don't agree with. If you don't like Hillary Clinton, you can't just immediately come back and say, well, you know, she's a criminal or whatever it is. Right. And if you're you don't like Donald Trump, you can't immediately react and say, well, you know, he's a, a, you know, a stupid racist or something like this. Right. This is the wrong way to have a conversation when you're trying to gain perspective, when you're trying to share perspective. Why should anyone give you any time to listen to them uh, to listen to you when you didn't listen to them? them, right? And so we have to take this time to reflect on how we talk to each other. And we really need to communicate to each other differently and commit to this uh, new, um, well, renewed style of communication in order for ourselves to get past the point that we're at right now. Right now, we're in this endless little loop of, you know, incremental change and 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 our team versus their team politics where we take sides and we don't really make any real progress we haven't really been making any real progress as a country for a long time now right and it's not a democratic or republican issue it's a it's an american issue and it's because we have become so in and, and, and involved with this competitive mindset of our team versus their team that we have stopped listening to the other side. And when we stop listening to the other side, we can't share our valid perspectives with them. And to that point, every perspective is valid. It's really important to realize this. Even someone who is, you know, racist, you don't necessarily need to agree with their perspective. But a perspective itself is a non-human concept, right? It's a, it is, a an entity that can be written down. It is a valid thing. Someone says it, someone thinks it, so therefore it is valid and needs to be incorporated. Now, whether or not it's built on the right values or the right, uh, uh on the right information or the right facts or whatever, um, that's a totally different thing altogether. But and that's where sharing perspectives comes into play. Because when you share perspectives, it impacts the way people think at a subconscious level about the different issues that are out there, right? And you don't have to take this debate approach, this confrontational, abrasive confrontational approach of trying to win, you know, on, you know, you're not going to change someone from being pro life to being pro choice or pro choice to being pro life in a single conversation, right? That's not the way it works. But if you share a certain perspective, you may actually help a seed of thought germinate in that person that leads to their changing of their mind over time. And that's something that I think that we need to, in general, uh, pursue, because this is the gap of communications that we're facing. And by the way, from a leadership standpoint, um, I talked in a previous episode about the gap between leaders and communities. In order to help this happen, Leadership of all kinds in all institutions, government and non-government organizations need to provide the space for these perspectives to be shared. And people need to provide each other with the space for these perspectives to each other while reserving judgment, holding back on the emotional reactions, and truly committing yourself to actually thinking, huh, that's how they think. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to even accept it but you do want to understand it because that's the only way you're ultimately going to be able to change hearts and minds. And that's the ultimate objective in politics. Anyway, that's it for me today. I'm Jesse Chen. Thanks for giving me a few minutes to connect the dots. and I will talk to you next time.